Pale Wives, a podcast about beer, history, beer history, and especially celebrating the women who make them. Join us as we share our journey in home brewing, explore the history of beer and specific styles, taste new ones, and talk with other women who brew, study, make a living, and enjoy drinking beer. This podcast is a love letter to beer and brewing, and it's not the definitive source of the history of brewing. You are joining us on our personal mission to learn more and to share what we learn with our listeners. We are in no way experts, but we are passionate novices wanting to better understand this world we both love. Yeah. And go. Hey, Fury. Hey, Karma. How you doing? Good. It's like not too balls hot outside. It's not. It's pretty okay. Because we are sitting at 11 Below. We are. Up in, what is this, like spring? Champions? No. Yeah. There you go. Champions. Spring Cypress. <laughs> Houston generally. As you can tell, we have guests. Uh, so let's have our guests introduce themselves, starting with Kate. Hi, I'm Kate Christensen. My name's Cassie. And I'm Shauna. Hi, ladies. Hello. These are the ladies from uh, Craft Beer Girls Beer and Body, uh, the Houston chapter. But more specifically, Kate is founder of Beer and Body. So we are going to have a really fun conversation about how this group got started. If you've been listening and following along on our social media, you know that me, Karma, I went to Pittsburgh and reached out to the Pennsylvania chapter and found a lady to come have beers with me and show me around. It's been a really great resource um, as a woman who travels alone and drinks beer. So, yeah, we're going to talk about those things. Yes, that's and it became a nationwide group very quickly. Very quickly, yes. Um, Pretty much from the start, maybe like two or three months in, we decided it was necessary. Yeah. Well, let's like, let's go ahead and just start and back all the way up. And Kate, tell me about how you started Beer and Body, what the, like, yeah, give us the, the backstory. Start from the beginning. Um, Beer and Body started as two groups. One was the um, craft beer group, just a separate, separate group um, from our health and wellness group. That was the other group. Um, I started it because I wanted a safe space to ask questions. I worked at a local brewery here, and I was new to um, the the brewery side, not to the drinking side, Um, (laughs) but the brewery side was new to me, and I wanted to ask questions. It was mostly male-dominated where I worked, Um, and I just wanted another platform for just me um, where I could learn from other women mm-hmm. so that's how that one started and then I'm really into health and wellness in general everything from mental health physical health nutrition and I wanted a safe space for women to come in and know that they can drink beer and they can find balance um, I had a personal trainer tell me that I couldn't do both he said I had Crazy. to stop drinking beer Crazy. and Why? it Why? wasn't even like a thought in his head and I'm I'm just stubborn, so I created that out of stubbornness. I was like, no, you can. Watch me do it. You know, I I can drink beer and work out. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to give that information in that space to other women to do the same. And look how tiny she is. (laughs) (laughs) Proof. I think it's really important to let women be. Like, so what if they put, like, so what if they drink beer? I know plenty of women who drink beer and are very fit and who run marathons and who are personal trainers themselves and whatever. That's, yeah. It's a policing of women's bodies. For for beer, there's also health benefits to it. (laughs) Oh, I keep the list, like, hold up just in case, and I'm like, should I not drink so much? No. (laughs) Doesn't it help with, like, breast milk? 
I'm going way off topic. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like the production. Yes. Or something. Cassie's pregnant. Cassie's pregnant. <laughs> I'm she not does. drinking. <laughs> she has that on her mind. So when you started the group, how did you like? Who did you reach out to? What kind of? What you you already had a group going, which was the the the, the wellness, wellness group. group. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. and then you just sort of morphed that into to include the beer group. How did it kind of take off into what it is now? Um, so I started as the fitness group and beer, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to choose when I saw beer and choose when I saw fitness, because when you're going to work out and somebody's posting beer, it's not the <laughs> yeah. most motivating thing. Um, so I did, I split it up right away and had those two groups. Um, but mostly at first, it was women looking for that balance in beer, and that's who I would reach out to, or people actually would reach out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and women that I met at the brewery, some of those girls are still in the group, um, you know, they would just start chatting, and I would tell them, hey, you know, if you're interested, this is, um, I used to be really more muscly, so people would actually ask me, like, hey, what, what fitness what program do you do? do? Yeah, yeah. So people would come up to me and ask me, because um, they would see me drinking beer, so they were curious. Um, from there, I think just social media-wise, like, suggested groups, and um, with, with the beer group really took off very quickly. As soon as we opened up that one, people started inviting their friends. Um, I think women were quickly drawn to it because it's only females, and they saw that it's a positive space, and it took a lot of time to create that and cultivate that. A mm-hmm. lot of... Um, a lot of work on the back end to cultivate, you know, what what I wanted and what kind of space I wanted. Right. Um, so once people saw that, which was quickly, they invited their friends and people wanted to be in there. So from there, it just kind of organically. Because it's been around for a couple of years now, right? Yes, it was two years in that is I don't really (laughs) crazy because there's a chapter now essentially and I say chapter but like it's essentially a Facebook group managed by women in Mm -hmm. each state like across the country Um, yeah Alaska Hawaii Maine. That's, that's amazing. Everything. Maine. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Maine has a huge beer culture, so that would make right, sense. Right. And we have an international travel group too. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh. I'm I'm part of that just for more wistfulness than anything. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing too. The group has become so not only chapters in each state with meetups that happen in different regions around those those states, um, but then there are all these subgroups. Like I'm part of the beer and body best friends. So yes. it's all the, like, pet <laughs> photos, and it just is that my whole life. Like, I love it so much. That one's kind of, like, the most off-the-wall, wacky, silly one that we have. It's, it's so just, great. It's, I would say, like, why favorites. not? For yeah. sure, my favorite. People are like, what does that have to do with beer? I'm like, it really, it doesn't, but we all are, you know, beer-drinking people are good people, and dog and cat well, and animal people are good people. Your pets are your best friends, and yes. they're your drinking buddies. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. Their entire Twitter page is dedicated to, like, beer cats and yes. brewery dogs <laughs> and stuff like that. So, so yeah, that one's, your boxes. <laughs> yes. yeah. that one's, yeah, that one's pretty fun. No, I love it. I think it was one of the first that I found outside of the yes. Texas group. Yeah, and <laughs> I yeah love it. we have book clubs and crafts yeah, yeah. and food and travel. Travel. I mean, that's home brewing. Home brewing. Home brew, yeah. yeah, there's kind of everything. Support for all those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super cool. I didn't realize there was a home brewing one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna join that. One. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good just to kind of stock that page too if yeah. you're just starting out and. 
Those girls are good. They are amazing. Yeah. The women in there are and creative. Yes. And they're they're always winning competitions. Oh, and nice. it's cool to see that and celebrate that as well for them. Yeah. So, I, I'm not in that one. I'll have to I'll have to get in there too. Just to stalk, yeah. yeah Look at it and see what's going on. Oh yeah, there's some we got some background noise. Guys, it's this is live in the field recording. This is just how it goes. <laughs> We're in the wild. Just go with it. I was like, am I really hearing that? In the wild of this like warehouse amplified. Oh yeah. I think it's a like a generator or an yeah. air conditioner unit or something like that. No idea. It'll be alright. Eleven eh. below is in a warehouse district. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do have neighbors. It's looking so nice. I I came out here like probably one of their first weekends open and they've really really up their game. Mm-hmm. I worked for a nonprofit that this falls into the, the watershed of the bayou that we covered and we hosted a couple of events here pretty early on. We became friends with them. In fact, um, my old executive director's husband is a volunteer here. Oh wow. Of course. Cool. What's so. his name? Pat. Oh, I know Pat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I volunteer here too. Yes. Quite frequently. Oh, yeah, I always see your posts in the group. Like, hey ladies, I'm going to be at 11 below. Come drink with me. Oh, that's the other really fun thing. I don't know if, I'm assuming all regions have this, but um, a chat, like a Facebook mm-hmm. chat. So, you know, if you don't want to post or you want to ask specific questions or just have little conversations, that's been really fun. Last so. minute meetups, you want to grab a beer with someone. Yeah, hey, I mean, I'm that's really, genius. Exactly. Y'all post that so damn much, and I'm, I'm just like, I'm so far away. <laughs> like, and I'm super jealous. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I cannot get up there Same. on like a Wednesday night at six. This I is know, not a thing. right? I know. But yeah, we created the chats just for that. Very so cool. that, you know, you you may not always have someone to grab a beer with and don't be afraid to go alone and just ask because yeah. there's women all over the city that would love to meet up for beers so I that's think why a lot of friendships the made through the chat a lot too. of friendships yeah. yes. like long time friendships we've had so many girls that moved here and were transplants and didn't know anyone and yeah me all of us all of us yeah and we've just all made so many friends from the group and I think that's what's great about it really is the relationships you build I would have appreciated having this when I moved I think that roller derby did that for me when I moved to Houston but even that took me several years before I joined Mm -hmm. so like having this almost like I, I know moving around before it was like for school or whatever so I had this sort of immediate friend group whether I wanted it or not like if you're in grad school you have a cohort and those are the people you're in classes with all the time you have a friend group. Mm-hmm. But moving to Houston, I was like, ah, <laughs> I have no idea where to go, what to do. Exactly. So that's really awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of our main focus, too, is just building friendships and giving um, just ladies, just giving them people to hang out with, whether you're having a drink or not, just somebody that you have something in common with and a resource um, to meet people. It's really hard as an adult, especially when you move. It's hard to find um, adults out. And, and I work, you know, from home, and a lot of our ladies travel or work from home. So not going into an office every day and having, you know, in, uh, people that you work with, it's really hard to meet friends. So mm-hmm. that's my, that's our main goal is just your friendships. Yeah. Let's face it, making friends as an adult is not an easy it's task. Not. It's, it's terrible. Really it's not. terrible. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah. It's 
an awkward thing. <laughs> so yeah. awkward. Hey, I like you. You want to hang out? Yeah, exactly. Cool. You can't run up like a seven-year-old and be like, want to play? Okay, yeah. except I've really done that. I do, too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But now I'm like, hey, you want to hang out? Because I have this beer group right. that you should join. And it's so a little awkward. less awkward than me. I one of my closest friends here who's also... It's interesting. I The people that I've met um, in Houston, the ladies that I've met are women who drink beer anyway so I just kind of gravitate towards those people which has been great but one of them I met through a knitting group and they happened to be at a, a restaurant that I frequented when I first moved here and she had brought her spinning wheel and was like spinning yarn in the middle of the restaurant and that I like so cool. was such a nerd and walked I over and was that. like oh my god are you guys a knitting group and they were all just like oh. Are you in a crafts group? I'm not, no. You need to be in the I know. I've sort of stepped away from it for a little while in doing all of this and everything, but... um, It will give you that spark again. And same with the book club. Like, I go in and out of wanting to read and in and out of wanting to craft, and then somebody will post one thing that I can relate to, and I'm like, you know, I should really pull out my knitting or my... I don't knit. I crochet. I crochet as well. Yes. I was an art teacher. Before all of Beer and Body, I was, yeah, I was an art teacher. So So is Beer and Body what you do now? Yes. Wow. Uh, Wow. (laughs) That's huge. That's awesome. Um, Well, I moved from Ohio to Texas, Mm -hmm. and I was, so I was a teacher, and then I was in the dental field, um, and I loved both, but I really just didn't think, like, I could find a dental office that could I don't know. That was like the love of my life was my dental office. I love it. I'm a dental uh, dental nerd, which is weird. But um, nobody likes a dentist. But, <laughs> um, but when I moved here, I just I thought you know I want to do something I really love, and I started looking into the brewery business and what I could do. And I thought about marketing or advertising, um, and I found out very quickly that I needed to volunteer or work somewhere and be on the beer tending side and learn the business a little bit more. And while I was doing that, um, this kind of just naturally evolved, which was cool. So I just I decided I wanted to do something I loved, and yeah. it was craft beer. I knew, I knew I wanted to do something with craft beer. So Yeah, this is really, I mean, I'm still sort of blown away the idea that it's only been two years, and now <laughs> there's like, there's a chapter in every state, and 20, there's 20,000, like, over 20,000 women. Nuts. And that's just in our nationwide group. I mean, if you combine all the state groups, it's probably a lot more More. than that. Oh, yeah, who aren't part of the, like, main one. Yeah. Yeah. Our next move is to uh, do something with Canada. I think that's where we're... We have girls in Australia already. I should probably just... Wow. Our Australian group is so cool. Like, (laughs) I love... I love that the yeah. beer and body stuff is Let's in Australia. Let's start Australia because oh, I need to, to find a couch to sleep on. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was going to say, I have a friend there who would probably really love to be part of the group. So I'll have to send her that. That's awesome. I don't know the brewery name or any of the information, but one of our girls moved over to Australia, I don't know, maybe like a decade ago. And um, she owns and brews over there. And she's in the group and she loves it to keep in contact with what's trending here. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she uses it as a resource. Um, but she's a big contributor in the group. So Cassie and Shauna, how did you guys find the group? So I was literally, you know how Facebook like knows what you search? Like yes. on Google and, and it's stuff. always they you. Like the ads yeah, just yeah. pop up. So <laughs> yes. like our main like page popped up on my Facebook page. And it was a wrap. So I liked that. And then I was like, oh, crap, there's a group. So I joined the group. And I was like, oh, man, there's a Texas group. So I joined the Texas group. Um, but I was literally just like scrolling on Facebook one day last year. 
when I was still living in Tennessee and I found our group and then I moved here literally a year ago like today I oh think. wow and well, um, happy and I've been here too. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and um, yeah I moved here a year ago today with friends and I actually met them here at 11 Below. Wow. So I met Shauna. We had a beer share. We had a beer share. It was like That's a week awesome. after I moved, or maybe it was like a week or two after I moved here, and I met like all these girls here within moving, like two weeks of moving here. Like it was awesome. awesome. Yeah. And that's literally but, like she was in our Texas group, and I was like, I like this girl. I'm going to be friends with her. I was in there for <laughs> months. Like, yeah. I think I joined the group in like June or something. I was like, I'm moving to Texas. What's up? We were all so excited yeah. when we, yeah. When we saw that she was moving here, we were attacking her. Like, you have to be You're friends gonna be with friend. us. Yes. Exactly, yes. And yeah, I actually got one of those messages from somebody. She's like, you seem cool. Let's be friends. I was like, okay. I think it was okay. me. I don't even know. I was like, okay. like something I said. Sure. Um, yeah, it was kind of the same thing for me. It just came up on my Facebook feed, and I joined the group, and I went to a meetup. My first meetup was at Ingenious mm-hmm. a year ago in July. And Kate said, I like you, be an admin. (laughs) So I became an admin in July and just, I kind of help with Texas in general, but I run the Houston area. You must have just become an admin when I came for the first, like the, my first meetup, which was out at uh, Lone Pine. Mm-hmm. Was that, that was our, I think our next one. Okay. After Ingenious. Was wasn't that this year? Yeah. It was this oh, year. Oh, yeah. it was yeah, yeah, yeah. I met her there. Oh, when you said like, July, oh, I thought oh, you meant this, I was thinking said, the one we did at Southern Star. That was like oh, no. April, I think. Yeah. yeah, it was nice out. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was. It was, it was pleasant. Not we took a really pretty picture of all of our colorful shirts. And those that. people yeah. got engaged. Oh, that's right. You missed that, didn't you? I think I did. I think you had left on yeah. I think I saw pictures of that. I think I put it on Instagram. I yeah, yeah, I saw pictures of it, and I was confused if I saw it or saw pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this sounds familiar. <laughs> you heard the story enough times, saw enough photos. You're like, oh, yeah, I was there. I totally do. I do that all the time. Yeah, like, short-term memory is not great. <laughs> it's really bad, actually. It's okay. <laughs> so, so then, what are, you talk about wanting to expand into Canada. Like, what are your goals for the organization? How do you see it? Yeah, in five years. Um, I really just think it should organically evolve yeah, yeah. into what it needs from the members. Um, I say Canada just because we've had so many requests and we have so many women in the group that live kind of on the border mm-hmm. um, and they go over there so frequently and they talk to women that are up there and they're like, wait, what I want? Can we have a Canada group? And we have women in the group that live over there or live up there. Um, So I think that's why I say Canada, but I don't know. I think this year, this year has been a lot of space for me to grow Mm -hmm. um, because there's a lot of things like I didn't expect on the back end (laughs) of being, you know, involved with something so big. Um, So I needed just some time for myself to really feel out what I, what I want for the group and what the members want and try and find, you know, a happy balance. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I want to focus just on really the states right now, I think, are the main focus because it's so driven by friendships, and mm-hmm. that's what I want to focus on. So I think the state groups are where we're, where we're focusing. You know, it's cool to see the main group and all the trends and what people are drinking everywhere and discover new breweries um, or where you might want to plan a beer, beer-cation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But... 
I don't know, when I go in the state groups and I see the friendships, it's it's just really, it's really cool. Surreal. Yeah. And then, I mean, I love that we have a page for every state because... Like yeah. you were saying, when you travel, when I went to Seattle, in, in Oregon, Portland, mm-hmm. you know, I, I got to ask, where should I go and, you know, and meet up with people and drink yeah. and check out some breweries that you would have never otherwise known about. And so, I mean, it's it's just, it's so fun. It's just fun. It I gets agree. me excited. Just, I don't know. I'm such a nerd. I swear this group is single-handedly responsible for driving some of the, like, demand behind certain beers. I promise you, Market House is making that, that pickle, pickle beer, beer just annual because just because of that, this group. I still haven't tried it. I need it. I haven't had it yet either, but I did have one from Texas Beer Refinery down in Dickinson that was really freaking good it I wasn't actually them. sour but it was oh they make exceptional beer they, like, they're beer. literally like everything Every they've made is, yes. is amazing I mean yes. I really like Fullbrook too and I feel oh, like I those two Fulbrook. breweries I mean they're right next to each other really yeah. 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 Been there. It's oh, no 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 I'm sorry it's in Richmond so it's, oh, okay. I was thinking okay, of okay. um Bremen okay. and Fullbrook are kind of right next to each other but those two like they don't get enough rap like no they really nobody don't. knows about them no, they Let's really do don't. Meet up there. <laughs> we did it. Oh yeah. We did it at Brayman. We did it at Brayman, and then we, we went, went to Fulbrook. Yeah. Uh, where was it? The Texas Beer Refinery <laughs> should be one for sure. Because yes. yeah, I their agree. pickle beer was really. They were closed down for a little bit. Uh, they were. Uh, but I. This is something about breweries and that I love in general is how much most of them give back to the community Mm -hmm. so the first time I went to Texas Beer Refinery was right after Hurricane Harvey and the location they're in got hit the absolute worst out of anywhere you know here that's I think that's a a scientific fact (laughs) (laughs) just giving my opinion Um, it was really bad and they opened up their brewery even though they I, I don't even think the owners could be there they just said like you, if you can get in, because they're built on stilts. Yeah, they're yes. way up. They're like a two they're like or any like food that's in there. Up. Like go in the fridge, get your food, whatever. And the the girl that was beer tending, she's in our group. She's really sweet. Um, she was telling us all you know that whole story and um, just about her being at the brewery and what their community went through. But having the brewery there and just opening their doors for people that need it, that's just something I love about the, the beer business, craft beer business in general. So yeah. that was another reason I love them. But every single beer I had there was so good. It's funny because they, they definitely specialize in the weird ones, like, mm-hmm. you know, a peanut butter lager or something. And oh, I'm like, yeah, what the fuck is this? Here. And so but I, I love funny, weird beers, but I also feel mm-hmm. like there's a trend to make them so extreme that they stop yes. being anything interesting to me. And so yes. I'm kind of like, never mind. I don't want that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but um, they balance everything so beautifully. Like, I've seriously not had a beer from them that I was like, even if I didn't love it because maybe the style wasn't my thing, I could still be like, shit, that's a really it's good, good beer. Good yeah, we'll have to do a new down there. I mean, we're booked for October, but we could do November. I totally go. I almost feel like it's hella far south but like it's almost easier it? for me to get down there like than it is for me to get up north oh. like, yeah. like south like, I've of I've never NASA. heard of Dickinson Dickinson's way south it's way south but on a weekend though like we've done one that direction yet so it was, um, oh man there are some great ones we backfish yes that's as far south as we've gone so Valentin's out there is really exceptional too oh yeah we did go there Valentin's yeah I won this ridiculous giveaway that had like a million shirts and stuff and they all gave me shirts that were 
Except 11 Below. Well, 11 Below is the only place that gave me a shirt that fit. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else was made for, like, the biggest of men. Oh, no. <laughs> they were all men's shirts. And they we're, were going like, to make sure these shirts X's. fit someone. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to head down to Valentine's actually just to exchange. Because I really love them, so I'd love to rep them. That'd be fun. They but, just like... changed their logo, too. Did you get the new one? Uh, no, I think these are probably shirts with the old logo, oh, which okay. is probably why they got put in the giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. I'm here for it. Yeah, <laughs> it's free. Right. Right. There was a lot of stuff in that. So, was so it the much. one that picture you posted recently? Yeah. Yes. That was a lot of stuff. So Nobody so ever wins like, those Instagram giveaways. I know, giveaways. I know. You actually actually I, how did I miss Somebody this? We know. How did I miss this giveaway? <laughs> and I have legit given away 90% of that beer. Like, yeah. just like, yeah. Was it all Texas yeah. beer? Yeah, it was. Yep. It was all Houston area beer. Houston beer? Um, I kept a few of the B52 ones and a couple of the Ingenious, but I just, I don't drink IPAs, so there was a bunch of that. And then uh, Southern Stars, Strawberry, and Bombshell Blonde, oh, and I yeah. was like, I'm kind of, I've just yeah. moved on a little bit from the yep. Blondes and Wheats, or at least currently, so I was like, ah, they're and good, but I'll hand them out. Here you go. <laughs> That's the other thing that Well, damn it, me. I should have brought you some. Yeah, right. I still have some. <laughs> bring it. I can drink it in January. Oh, right. I'll drink it in January. But that's the other thing. It's, it's just crazy how broad people's palates are. Oh, yeah. I hate wheat beers. <laughs> just, I won't drink them. It tastes like I'm drinking grass. Like, I just, uh, I can't do it. But then you get other people who love wheat beers. And, like, I'm a huge IPA and stout. And I'm a strict IPA and stout. Like, I really don't venture out that. Out? <laughs> no. And that's just where my palate is right now. Yeah. Which is crazy because I think IPAs taste like grass. Me like too. when I first started tasting IPAs, bitter I was and like, grassy terrible. and piny. Yeah, and, uh, and but see, then I'm I moved like, here and I like them. Bitter, the better, the better. Like, me too. Oh, give me too. all that hop and my Give me the sours. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Give me the tart beers. I'm yeah. good with tart. I'm not okay with vinegar sour. That's where I draw the line. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, nope, and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> A little tart is nice. That insane. Well, so if since we're talking beers, let's do the let's do the beer question. Yeah, let's do the beer question. I don't remember the beer you guys question. Didn't send these to us before. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll just I guess go down the line and everybody can answer it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't get us in trouble. No, no, no. This is a really hard one for me to answer. Um, <laughs> it's hard for everybody. What is your favorite beer? And Karma always adds not the best beer, but your kind of comfort go-to favorite beer. Oh. Yeah, they're just stocking some shit one. in your fridge. Yeah. So, like, if we could have something there, that we could drink like, every day, what would it be kind of? Beer? Sort of, yeah. yeah. It, like, again, doesn't have to be the best you've ever had. Just, like, what evokes true emotion? I mean, what, when you're standing at the grocery <laughs> store aisle and you, there's so many choices and you don't want to make a choice, what's the one you grab? You're, I mean, you're, hers is Shiner. Yes, mine is Shiner. Uh, so, like, Always Shiner, forever say, Shiner. Are you talking about, like, what I can drink a We're lot of for a long time? <laughs> yeah. So, I'm not from Texas. Um, so I was going to say Yingling. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good one. Which, yeah. if you ask our this is kind of a little bit of a debate in our group. If you ask girls that, you know, you can get, in, like, in Pennsylvania or, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, maybe Michigan or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you ask girls up there, they'd be like, what? But, um, so. Budweiser. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But That's if you good. can't get it, it's a great beer. Yeah. And it's one of the oldest beers in the country. They, they have a lot of history. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Yingling is something I get super excited about. Um, but coming to Texas, I was we can't get Yingling here, so I was really excited about Shiner. I love Shiner. Yay! I had never had it until I moved down. It's here. so good. It is really good. <laughs> I like Box. So yeah. 
I know that whenever I go visit my family in Pennsylvania, we walk in the door, we put our stuff down, we crack open some yingling. Yep. So it's kind of like, this is just what you do yes. up there. It just I came guess. to Louisiana like two years ago. Yeah, it's And everybody its freaked around. out. and like started, mm-hmm. I, I went to grad school in Florida and it was pretty ubiquitous there. You could get yingling everywhere. Yeah. So that's when I, that's when I, when I learned about it. And it kind of became my go-to there because I couldn't get Shiner everywhere. And because still at that time, craft beer was like a sort of breaking into the market, not right. quite breaking. It was hard to find. You know, you had to kind of focus your efforts to find it. Yeah. The Yingling was a good one. Speaking yeah. of that, so I came from Tennessee and Memphis, and we only had six breweries, like, total, mm-hmm. right? And they're all, like, your true-to-style kind of beers, and that's it. So when I moved to Houston, that's when I learned about, like, holy shit, like, this is so craft beer. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. So I think that my go-to beer is actually one... Okay, so Southern Yankee, they have this oh, wheat so beer, good. so good, it's called Shrubbery Knigget. I yes, do like shrubbery. I, okay. like oh I can drink that beer every day, and we, mo- shout out to Sydney. Yes, Sydney is okay. amazing. But, um, they, we used to live near them, we used to live near them, and so I would get that beer like every day, and then we moved like 30 minutes away, so I never get to go out there anymore really, but that beer, it's a blackberry wheat, I could mm-hmm. literally drink it every day, probably. If that was my option, so. I like that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Sorry, ingenious. I love y'all too, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I want to circle back to your obsession with ingenious. <laughs> but let's get... Why? Because <laughs> I don't know. Because it's like the thing that I see all the time. <laughs> so this is a really tough one for me because I really like beers and I curse myself with this that are either limited release or brewery only. Uh-huh. Yeah, Snob. and so yeah. <laughs> So like well, they can can here now, so you can like take well, that no, shit to go. Well, no, we've always canned here. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we've always had a brew pub, oh, so here, it's always yeah, been yeah. beer to go. Yeah, but um, yes, all the breweries can now do beer to go. Thank God. Yeah. But um, no, like right now, so I'm drinking Hug Life, which is yeah. not not to plug. I'm plugging so hard here, um, but <laughs> it's, it's good the one. double IPA, yeah. and I love it. But it's rotational; it's not yeah. out all the time. Um, so to have a beer like that I go to the store and just grab doesn't happen often for yeah. me. Um, but just any good IPAs. I mean, I really like, um, I, I'm, I can't remember for the life of me now what brewery it's from. It's like on the tip of my mind, but the Citra Ass Down. <laughs> oh, that's a good name. I really, I really like that. Yes, it's here. Citra well, I don't think it's from a brewery here. <laughs> But um, you can buy it here. That's great. And That's awesome. I really like that one. It's just a really good IPA, too. That name is In a cool name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it by Against the Grain? Yes, that's correct. Yes. Where is that? Against the Grain. Brewery, right? It's Austin, I think. Against the Grain's Austin, right? There's uh, so many daggum I'm breweries looking. in Texas. I feel pretty... Uh, it might be. Sure. Oh, that's where we got the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think well, maybe it's Dallas. not then. Yeah, yeah maybe it's... Is it Dallas? Ooh, if it's Dallas. Oh, it's Kentucky. Never mind. Shit. <laughs> we, we're awful. We're, Where is it? So Kentucky. Uh, hops and Grain. Texas. Hops and yeah, Grain hops is the one I was thinking of in Austin. There yeah. we go. Yeah, Hops and Grain just opened up a San Marcos location, Oh, too. did they? Nice. I love Hops and Grain. Well, they focus almost entirely on IPAs, but whatever. Every They're, time I'm in Austin, we'll go I go there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can go somewhere else. They have a pool time or, or, no, maybe it's their river beer that's pretty good. It's just like a, just a... Lager. Regular. Like, a, Makes yeah. sense being yeah. in San Marcos. River beer. Yeah. yeah, it was a perfect name for river beer. Yeah. Speaking of beer, let's take a momentary break. Okay. I'd like to get one. Okay. Do you want one? Um, yes. <laughs> or I can go get them and you can 
continue. Okay, questions. sure. Do you want my token? I forgot mine. <laughs> didn't you get like a pile of tokens for here? Yeah. I didn't, no. Oh. I only got yeah, a shirt yeah. from here. <laughs> like cool. Oh look, I ha oh no, that's garbage. Oh, never mind. I probably have some at home somewhere and I just didn't. I got Eureka, hi. Oh, can I have one of your cards? Oh yeah, you can oh, have a bunch one. of them. I, I love your name. Thank you. I just want one. Okay, stick them up on the bar. What beer would you like? Oh, um. Whatever an IPA is. Okay. Do you want the, you the want the you want to try it? I think I've had it. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Um, Were you guys part of our Alewives beer education last year? No. It was cool. It was I so fun. I'm back. obsessed with all things witch, witchy. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. um, between Alewives and witches. So we did a whole beer education um, summer summer course every Tuesday night for that's like, so cool. I don't know, like 10 weeks. We had a different topic, and then when we got to the end of summer, it was like September, but I, I have all the pour out right now. I have all my witches out. Uh -huh. um, so we did a Alewives, um, like, have you seen the History Channel video uh -huh. on Facebook? Yeah, it was, we did a yeah, how they used to brew and uh -huh. put the, you know, the hat men and the broom and the cats and the grain. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah, we're going to do an episode, or maybe a yes. couple on it, because a lot of people ask about our name. Oh, sorry, I, like, stood up. <laughs> so sorry. We're going to do an episode, or a couple. Um, I would say probably our next educational one. So it's a, it'll come out maybe a few weeks after this one. But I'm so excited. Where we'll talk about the history of Alewives, <laughs> because everybody asks us about our name, and we've now gotten the question a couple times of, you know, oh, so what's the name about? Are you guys married? And I'm never sure if they mean <laughs> if we're married to each other. Or if they mean, like, do we have husbands? Like wives in general? Like I mean, general? I think it's a fair question either way. Because <laughs> <laughs> we talk about, like, to each other about, like, almost like an old married couple. So, I get it. But, yeah, we're going to do an episode to kind of explain where the name came from and why we chose it. I love it. I it's love the, the best name, name ever. Thank yes. you. I was shocked it wasn't taken. I know, right? I was just so yeah. grateful that we could There it. is a band that called Alewives, or there's an album that a band has called Alewives that comes up on Spotify, oh, but I think it? it's like a metal band or something. I'm, I'm nice. not sure. I could be wrong. You obviously metal. need to check it out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, of course. Sure. It, needs, it should be our theme song. Watch oh, it be something like, really weird. And... That would be awesome. <laughs> like death metal was screaming in the background. <laughs> oh, no. That would, be, that would be terrible. Okay, so the next question is... Um, what opened you up to the world of craft beer? Was it a specific beer, or an event, or a person, or...? <laughs> because beer is cheaper than liquor. <laughs> <laughs> well, originally, originally when I started drinking beer, I'm going to say it was not craft, it was Labatt Blue, which is Ooh, a Michigan, it's a, a, a northern thing. a beer to start out with, though. Yeah, it was Labatt Blue and Miller Lite. But so it was always honest, on happy hour. Like yeah, we all started with that. And then yeah. I honestly, I don't know like, like what really got me drinking mm -hmm. in craft beer. Um, I think probably my first craft beer love was um, Bell's Two-Hearted. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. Yeah, and I'm so that's sad go -to because on tap. it's not the same down here. Is it not? As it is back home. And I don't uh. know if it's either because they started mass producing mm -hmm. or because it's not as fresh. You know, I honestly don't know for sure. So... Um, but yeah, and then I just kind of branched out from there. I, I drank craft beer, but my love for it really didn't grow until I came to Texas. And my palate has changed tenfold. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry. So, oh, it's pretty common. I never really like even knew about craft beer. 
So I, when I was in college, we drank 312 all the time. And I was like, oh, this is pretty good beer. I don't know, was it craft back then maybe? I don't know. 312? Yeah. Possibly. Like Goose back then? I don't know. I mean, everybody started out but at some point. They were my first beer, and then I met my now husband who is obsessed with craft beer. And mm-hmm. he introduced me to like breweries and tap rooms and the craft beer industry. And now I'm pretty sure I know more than him. Like, it's hey. pretty awesome. We moved here, and like Shauna said, our my palate has changed like tremendously. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was usually like 312. I drank a lot of wine and kugel. Okay. For sure. And Blue Moon. So I'm like all about the shandies and the wheats. That was like mm-hmm. my gateway to craft okay. beer. And then yeah. ended up loving sours. And now I can drink some like milkshake or IPAs <laughs> or something like that. The but sweeter ones. Yeah. yeah. The ones that don't taste like grass to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have all the adjuncts. The fruity, yeah, all the adjuncts. Give me all the adjuncts. <laughs> have um, you noticed with your, with, with kind of getting into those different like, sweeter and less grassy IPAs, that maybe like the double IPAs are more drinkable. Something that Carmen yes. has said, they're more malty and they're yeah. more drinkable. The Imperial, the yeah. double IPAs, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. kind of crazy because you would think like, oh, it's double IPAs and we double grassy exactly. or something, yeah. but it's they're, not. Yeah, <laughs> that's something that she has. <laughs> I've noticed I mean, that. I will, I will drink anything that says IPA in it. She she made a comment that it was much easier to drink. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a rich beer. Yeah, it's, it's, it's thicker and it's yeah. richer and yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if that was a thing no, or if it was just... Before. Which is, weird. It's weird, but yeah, no. <laughs> I've noticed it. Okay, cool, cool. For sure. Uh, what about you? Mine was actually Great Lakes. Mine was Great Lakes Christmas Ale. Okay. Um, from Great Lakes Brewing in Cleveland, Ohio, because that's where I grew up. Um, that was, I think, legit my first beer. And um, my dad calls it rocket fuel because, I mean, back in the day, they didn't have all these craft beers that were, like, really high percentage. So that one was, like, a 6.8. Oh, wow. And, yeah, it was... Rocket fuel. Yeah. 6.8. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's regular. So now that's, like, a normal thing. Right. Back, like a session you know, beer now. That's a rocket day, for you. Yeah. So my love of craft beer came from, um, came from my dad. And we did... Um, we did Christmas beer tastings every year at Christmas. Oh, cool. So we, we, we actually we wrap them in wrapping paper. Uh-huh. And so we didn't know what we were drinking. Oh, and that's the a good top idea. would have um, a cover on it, and we would put a number on it. And we would rate and write notes on what we were tasting, what we thought, and what our favorite was. And it's always different than what you think your favorite Christmas beer is. Mm-hmm. So we still do that every year. Um, but that's how I really started drinking different craft beers during our Christmas beer tasting. That's I want to do a really fall cool one for idea. Thanksgiving. I want to try that. That's such a good idea. Can we do oh that next fall? We should do like a... I'm going off on a tangent here, but know. we should do like a potluck thanks like Thanksgiving. Like a Friendsgiving. Yeah. Friendsgiving. That would be fun. And do a, like a pumpkin beer show. Get in Shauna's house. Pumpkin beer. <laughs> I love that. That would be really pumpkin. fun. We can definitely talk about basic bitches right now. Yeah. Oh, so we okay. can move on to pumpkin beer. <laughs> <laughs> and Cassie can say that because she is self-proclaimed I'm basic as hell. best basic bitch ever. For sure. <laughs> I just don't you. own Uggs. That's the only thing. Basic. Give me Starbucks. Give Cassie. me a pumpkin beer. I love pumpkin beers. I'm there. <laughs> and Oktoberfests are like my favorite. Oktoberfests are really good too. I, I'm a little obsessed. I'm going to GABF and I started... I'm going next year. I'm going to make it happen. I want to have a tent next year. Oh, that would be so cool. That would be so fun. I started working with them in, um, sorry. No, go ahead. I started working with them, but um, it was kind of too late, and I had just canceled my hotel by the time they 
gave uh, us an offer that we could maybe somewhat entertain and afford. Uh, but um, yeah, so next year, I was like, can we have that offer next year, please? Yes, I would so we'll go. See. I would totally go. I volunteer. Yeah, totally work a, t- a booth. Absolutely. Right? Yes, and uh, there's a lot of breweries there that are it. wanting to host us for I, things too. I mean, oh, yeah. depending on what the circumstances are, I think we would entertain the notion. Absolutely, that would be amazing. That'd be really cool. I mean, not to take your thunder, but no. if you want to, I have no thunder. <laughs> right, right now, it's going to happen. I have no thunder. <laughs> it is what it is. Making an opportunity I'm happy to. I'm actually. Oh. Everyone I've talked to it's more cost efficient. Has been at, or the people I'm traveling with. They're like, "Oh, so are you going to be doing interviews while you're there?" And I'm just like, yeah, "This yeah, is no. my first time. I am not going to stress myself out about bringing equipment or like working out timing with people. And yeah. just enjoy it. I exactly. I just want to take it in. I just want to yeah. enjoy it. Take mental notes for future. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Take Get the pictures. lay of land, understand what's going on, meet some people, yeah. make some connections, and then I'll... It's really cool. Yeah. So I totally interrupted that conversation. Oh, no. Oh, we're, we're all over the place here. <laughs> we just finished this one. Excellent. So, go ahead. Very cool. Well, I was just um, trying to figure out how to navigate uh, GBF. Like, they have the list of beers. My biggest annoyance is they don't have also the style listed, so unless oh. the name says the style, oh, like, you can't you don't know and I mean there's literally 800 breweries all mm-hmm. of them serving a minimum of five beers I'm not going to look up every beer it's never yeah. but I did do like a search on the website of like fest and like black IPAs because there are styles that I don't really get a lot of or it's it's Oktoberfest season and that I'm obsessed so I'm like I want to taste all the Oktoberfest <laughs> yes so at least I can map out here are the ones pouring a fest beer here are the ones who have a named black IPA so I can like go check that out so at least I have like a framework now because holy shit trying to <laughs> she's at your list she sent me this photo that was me day. like going through trying to figure your home I, I actually I like sticking to a style or a couple styles especially mm-hmm. at fest um, or even at breweries like if there's a buck on the menu I have to try the buck for sure just like for different flavor notes and comparing and just yeah it's I think it's good that's a good plan yeah and it'll be interesting so black IPAs just aren't around that much I, I actually just had him. one uh, yesterday because my friend was like, oh, yeah, at my the liquor store in Lake Charles, where I was, it was yesterday, um, there was one on the shelf, so I went and grabbed it. It was delicious, and I want to try them all. <laughs> 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 anyway, okay, so y'all talked about what opened the world of beer up to. Mm-hmm. Yes. Word. Yeah. So what's your current favorite style? We'll start, Kate. I feel like we kind of covered the style. I did. I yeah, made yeah. myself clear. Yeah. <laughs> like no if you have a current yeah. favorite, like you know, sometimes that ebbs and flows. It so did. what are you really drinking does. most of right now? Box. I'm Sweet. obsessed with box. They're so good. They are so good. Water. No, <laughs> I know this is the unfortunate reality of the I keep moment. forgetting. My <laughs> favorite. Okay, my favorite. I think my favorite style, honestly, is the sours. Like, my whole fridge is full of sours. Like, my husband is upset. Like, it's just <laughs> any kind of sour or, like, fruity beer. If it's a fruity wheat beer, a mm-hmm. fruity IPA, anything that's just sweet or fruity, then I'm, that's what I'm drinking. Sweet. You're so nice. Shauna likes Shana IPAs likes and stouts. Stout. <laughs> well, Special releases. Like stout season. I love stouts. So, oh, me too. Oh, no. For every, sure. Every day is stout season. But people are going to start coming out <laughs> yeah, with, like, true. more and more I know, and more. That's true. So, like, yeah, in the yeah. world of stouts, then, what is, like, I know what kind of my go-tos are. When I see stouts on a menu, I know what I'm kind of looking for generally. So, yeah. what are the things that you you lean toward? Oh, that's tough. 
bourbon barrel aged. Bourbon barrel Every aged. single time. Yeah. Yep. Every it's time. Really Just good. a base stout. Uh, it doesn't. No. And really love a honestly, like, I like them heavy. Yeah. Thick. Motor oil. Like motor on the glass oil. burns a little so when you drink it. So she's going to come yeah. to our abyss vertical tasting. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, I love We're her doing it. I've got some 2008, 9. It's not a perfect vertical, but yeah, we've okay. got a pretty good, like, spread. So. Yeah. yeah. I'd have to say, though, like, that you can get regularly. That's not a seasonal beer for a brewery. It has to be a prairie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. does just amazing stuff. Yeah. And yeah. they're great people, too. They do They do a good stuff. I actually really loved their Rainbow Sherbert recently. Yes, I did like that, too. Oh, man. And the No Way Frozen. It was so good. Oh, that was so yeah. good. Oh yeah, that was really good too. I was I was enjoying their their summer like lighter sour tart beers. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Although, so I went home just for Friday night to Lake Charles. My friends came over. We all had seasonal six packs that we had brought with like individual beers. So we're doing a tasting, like kind of impromptu bottle share, sort of only cans out of you know whatever. Um, and I had I had found a single of that Rainbow Sherbert, which everywhere here is out of. Oh, and Grand Cru for miles. It was everywhere. <laughs> there were so many, and they were seven ninety nine there instead of like eleven night or whatever oh, wow. it is here. Like I was like, what uh, the? Fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's so good anyway, though. <laughs> and I should have bought some. I'm kind of kicking myself. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. I wish I really liked stouts because, like, when you read the descriptions of stouts, you're like, amazing. oh my lord, that sounds delicious. Like, uh-huh. mm-hmm. but you don't like them, yeah. no, I just can't like. Okay, the first, like, beer share that I've ever went to or heard of was at Shauna's house. Mm-hmm. And they had a, um, a stout. Oh, God. It was from San Antonio. And her husband let us taste it. What brewery? Guada... Guadalupe is not San Antonio. Guadalupe. Guadalupe. They do some weird shit. It's in New Braunfels. Okay, they had a stout that it was like delicious. I think that's where it was from. But like, I can't. They make them pretty sweet, and that makes sense. So maybe pastry stouts. But I've tried like, okay, I've only had one other stout that I've liked too, which is ingenious. It's King Cake Stout. I don't know why I love that one. But other than that, I cannot get into stouts. Like, I just, I try them. Buffalo Bayou doesn't do it for you. I've never had their Oh, oh. You, you'd probably like some of those because they're along those same stout. lines. They're yeah. sweet. They don't have that I bitter. I need to try them I again. Mean, they kind of like my favorite. Thing. I don't know. They kind of fell off for me, and I wasn't. I hate to say it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wasn't a personal fan yeah. <laughs> of their beer, and so I really need to try it again mm-hmm. because it's been a while. I just really, I kind of miss some. I guess they still come out, but like some of their their imperial stouts and things like that. Um, they. They had some that were just kind of regulars, yeah. and I feel like I don't see them as much anymore for their their one-offs, you know. So that's I'm a bit of an. So excited for them to open their new place. It me looks too. so gorgeous. And I am so excited for Urban South to be coming there oh, too. Oh yeah, like, that's so right. Sawyer Yards. Where the, where's that? It's gonna be so legit. And then Holler is there already. Holler and then right, yeah, Platypus is walking distance. Mm-hmm. I actually think I'm just gonna say it now. I doubt she actually listens, but I think I want our next interview to be the woman who um, co-owns Platypus. That would be fun. Uh, we'll call yeah. her out. I know, calling it out now. <laughs> gonna do it. I just, yeah, I just met her recently somewhere. I just she was. Place it. I really, it's solely um, out of like pure flattery because she was <laughs> like we. No, that's not true. I really want. I do want to talk to her, but um, she was at the Thistle like beer festival oh, that yeah. they had. That's um, fun. It was so fun. You were right next Shout to us. That was so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mary. Mary is amazing. <laughs> Shout out to Mary. Uh, but she came up to us and was like, wait, 
are you guys the alewives? And we were like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> she gets our emails. She does our emails. emails. Like, um, no, and she, we talked to her, you know, and I mentioned that we would love to talk to her sometime, and she was just super receptive to it. I think it would be really nice to to do that. Like, and, you know, I like platypus. Maybe she's listening. I hope so. Mm-hmm. we got to figure out our actual download numbers. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's, it's on, on there. On Podtracker? Yeah. Is it accurate? I think it's most accurate out of anything. Do people yeah. listen to these live, or like, do you go back and edit? We'll edit it. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll edited. add like the beginning and the end. Oh, and yeah. then, the only uh, one that was listened to live was our last episode. It was aired on YouTube. With, yeah, it was a crossover video. with another podcast in Chicago. Oh, fun. Oh, cool. and so fun. our last episode is, is up on our platforms now, um, but it's like almost three hours long. <laughs> it's definitely one that you take in, in little bite-sized chunks, yeah. but it's so fun. It was I super fun. I still feel like it's fun to listen to start to finish, like if you take it in pieces. It's good for a road trip. Because it was just such a good conversation. Mm-hmm. It's these three guys who have a podcast up there and they, they've chosen this season to really focus on diversity in beer, and so they're trying to get like all they're purposefully reaching out to people who are from different backgrounds different like who are doing things in beer from a different perspective they're talking to a lot of women like it's and they have really interesting questions like they want to know what is your experience like what have you gone through what is it you know and it was really i don't know it's fun it was good to actually bearded dudes have yeah (laughs) have three dudes listening to what you're saying with their audience of beard dudes yeah and them to kind of stand behind what it is you're saying not try to like mansplain over you or mm-hmm. they're like Elevation. taking what you're saying and being like wow that sucks it's like yeah it kind of does so it's pretty great yeah so i mean what have your experiences been as a woman into craft beer generally specifically if like have you I, obviously this group provides exactly what you're talking about like this need for a safe space mm-hmm. so i feel like that says a little bit of something about what your experience was like prior wanting to find that space for like to elevate women's voices and give them a chance to like have those conversations but what has it what has it been like I don't know it's it, it's kind of funny I had this experience yesterday at Specs, and I don't know if it was him just talking to me or he just didn't know what the fuck he was talking about <laughs> <laughs> but I asked for a specific barrel aged beer if they got it in and it was a, you know it was a long shot that they had it um but he told me just to buy a stout and pour some bourbon in it. Shut I'm like, up. I'm like, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. That's um, not the same. That and sounds terrible. Did you laugh? Yeah, it sounds really awful. I was like, um, I'm good. No. Thanks, though. Like, never mind. Um, but I, I said something in one of the beer groups about it, and the manager of that spec reached out to me personally to find oh, out who it was. Shit. Oh, wow. So um, that, was, that was great. I appreciate that. And, but I really do feel like we get a lot of you don't know what you're talking about and it's hilarious to me when I start talking beer with someone who knows about beer the look on their face and it's it's sad in a way it really is and I I really hope that our group is doing something to change that and I really feel like it is definitely um but you know that's kind of the thing that I like about the group too is you don't have to know anything. No. You can be one of those people who come into the group and drink Liguanitas and yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, or someone literally was like, I drink Bud Light. Yeah. And I was and like, you're going to learn today. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, we do try to educate. Yes. Yeah. And I love it. I think it's great. We don't force the education. Right. 
Um, we give suggestions. We like, give if suggestions. you like Bud Light, then maybe you should look at a Kolsch or a yeah. blonde. Yeah. Or a but that's how you get into it. Yeah. Right? And right. like working, yeah. working here, volunteering at Eleven Below, I get that a lot. People come up and I'm like, "What do you drink?" And they're like, "Dos right. Equis or Miller Lite." And I'm yeah. like, "Try our blondes." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they love it. Mm-hmm. They love it. And so I think that the stigma is changing slowly. Mm-hmm. I love how many women are now in the industry that are brewery owners and mm-hmm. women brewers and just taproom managers like Alicia here. She's killing it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I think it's great and I think it's just going to continue to change. I know that doesn't talk about my experience. As no, much, it does a bit. Yeah. Just the industry in general. Um, well, your experience at Specs, I think, it, you, hard, you can't delve into every single one, right? right. But you can have like that sort of highlight one, the yeah. one that you're like, oh, this is what... I know for me, the reason the podcast exists is because I was listening to another podcast that just kept talking about girl beers, and it was infuriating. I was just getting so fucking mad every mm. time they said it that I was, like, basically yelling at her. Yeah. <laughs> or not at her, but to her about it. And she was just like, "Now nah, we can do this better. And I was like, we could do this so much better. And so decided, nah, hell with it. And People aren't going to tell us because we actually know a lot already, and then that gives us a place to start to learn more mm-hmm. and bring people along with us to make, like, demystify it, make it easier, make it okay to ask those questions, like you were right. saying with the group, you know, like, making it okay to be like, I don't actually know about that. What's what that? What does IPA mean? What is IBU? Yeah. What is ABV? I mean, listen to our first questions. three episodes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You will know. But, you know, I, I've even had guys ask me that, too. Yeah. Like, I was working at a place um, with a gentleman and he was <laughs> bartending and he did not know what ABV meant. Wow. And so it's like I hate that the stigma is like stupid girls. Yeah. And there are plenty of dudes who don't know what the hell they're talking about. Don't know what they're talking about. Stupid I've dudes too. Stupid dudes. <laughs> I've had so many conversations like that if I'm sitting at a, at a brewery and let's say I'm by myself because I do that with yeah. some frequency I'll go out and have a drink alone yep. and someone will like ask you about the beer you're drinking I'll tell them and then they'll start to talk to you like talk at you about yeah. it and I'm like yeah, oh no actually that's not what that is or yeah. no <laughs> like, yeah and then I do the thing as a woman that I think we, a lot of us do is you try not to be offensive about it but you also want to be like bitch you don't know what you're talking about and I actually do so shut yeah. the fuck up yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. or when you order a beer and they're like are you sure that's what you want it's oh, really I strong or it's, it's, I hate that. it's a really high ABV I'm you like, like are you that sure? you actually like that yes bitch I want that like yes I, oh, that's no. what I ordered yeah. I, I had this experience at a place that I won't name because I love it too much and I'm sure the bartender really meant nothing by it but I know that sometimes you're just hyper aware too because you get it all the time Yeah. but I wasn't really sure what I wanted I was trying to decide and there were two very different styles that I love and I was like shit I don't know which one I want so I want a taster I, one was like a goza and the other was something malty probably a bock and he was like um, those are two very different styles Yes. And I was like, uh, I'm aware. Exactly. <laughs> like, and it's also labeled so fucking clearly on the menu. Like, I can't read. Sour beers. Malty beers. Fuck, shut the fuck up and pour my beer for yeah. me. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's that immediate assumption that you don't know. Like, yeah. oh, you need help. <laughs> no. Poor just you. pour my you beer. Need help. Or I love when you go to a place that has a large tap wall uh-huh. and you don't know what you want and they're like oh let me let me give you a couple samples and they don't ask you what you drink and then you instantly get some sours sweet, and goes like, yeah. and I'm like okay but do you have anything or dark <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ciders, ciders yeah. yeah I'm like do you have anything dark 
Oh, you like stouts? Um, yeah. You should have asked. You should have asked. <laughs> I know. Okay. I had a, 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 another patron at this particular brewery try to order sample tasters for me from the bartender. And the you bartender know. was like, no. He like looked at me like, what? Specifically what referring want? to them as girl beers. Yeah. Don't leave that part out. Well, like when you go to a restaurant on a date and the man orders for you, no, bitch, please. Sorry. Or when you're at a restaurant and they salad. bring you the liquor I want a drink. cheeseburger. You ordered beer? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 So uh, part of this is like is talking about those experiences because I think people need to be aware that they exist. I also think other women need to feel like, oh, God, thank God not I'm not the, the only, only one. one. Yeah. This isn't my only experience. But on the flip side, also saying, so we all get it and we experience it now it's time to kind of ch- change that and I think um, what I said to the, when we were talking to the bearded hops guys on the last episode was like it kind of takes men to do that unfortunately mm-hmm. because as women you're not listened to the yep. same way you have to have I've seen it literally in every sphere when it comes to women trying to stand up for themselves you're often labeled as whatever hysterical overreacting blah 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 blah, blah. but the second a guy comes in and is like hey guys you're not listening to her, or you've mm-hmm. totally taken out of consideration this, this, and this, they're like, oh, you should think about that. <laughs> like, so messed up. So it really takes, like, yeah, it really takes, like, all those things, right? Like, everybody coming together. And So what we're hoping to do is elevate your voices and talk about all the really amazing things yes. that women are doing in this industry, mm-hmm. because this group is really and truly one of the best. Like, well, that's, thank you yay. for that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. We try hard. Yeah. And um, something we do, we've talked about in the main group that we want to do, we need to do it, uh, (laughs) is highlighting women in the business Mm -hmm. each week, or actually just women in the group, not necessarily in the business, because I think part of changing people's points of view is not just to focus on people, women in the business, it's to focus on the consumers too and um, get their voices out there and And what we're experiencing. Yes, exactly. Um, But the group in general, I I really wanted to try and break um, a stereotype that's out there about craft beer because craft beer is such a really, it's a great community. People in general are pretty... Um, like breweries are giving, people are nice. I mean, you're drinking beer. There's not much you should not be happy about. Um, but you know, it social media in general, no matter what the topic is, sometimes can be a negative thing. Um, so with the group, one of my main goals um, was was to make a space that women of all levels can come in and ask um, because sometimes with craft beer especially in social media people put people down if they ask questions Um, so I didn't want anybody to feel like they couldn't ask questions or they couldn't be a beginner it's for every single level from somebody that posts I like I like Miller Lite but my boyfriend goes to breweries and I I want to learn I want to know I want to try um, and I want to be able to ask the questions without right, really stupid. Yeah, or you know, somebody that's a brewer and owner, and it takes that check and check and balance, or that combination of the two, for the brewer and the owner to know who their consumers are and the questions they have. And the consumer needs to hear from the owner and the brewer and hear, you know, what what they're making and help them educate so I wanted to make that space for everybody which is a little bit different than a lot of craft beer groups a lot of times it's people that are very knowledgeable and they're almost battling to show yes. how, and, and I think that's 
that's kind of a weird direction that women need to navigate is, hey, we're, we're inclusive, we want to involve everybody, and while we're here to voice our opinion and show that we do know what we we're talking about, we're not here to put others down that don't. Right. Um, and that's a very fine line, but because we're women, mm-hmm. I think that's something that we can do because... We're natural at Yeah, we, we have to balance so many things yeah. in our lives. So I think we're the right people to speak up for ourselves, but we do need men definitely to say, hey, (laughs) you need to listen to what these women are saying. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, in the broader context outside of our our sort of safe spaces, if you will, there's like women's spaces. But these spaces, much like roller derby, really, um, like, teach women to be more assertive, too, like, be more sure in their knowledge, like, knowledge, and that's another part of this podcast for me, is that like hopefully the more you know the more sure you feel walking up to a bar and not worrying about asking the questions or or having enough knowledge to say oh that style sounds familiar and that profile was interesting i want to try that or you know so i think that's those are all it's such a process Uh, on in any industry for any like for women to find that space where it's okay to just exist and be but i think you guys are doing amazing work Mm -hmm. and really showcasing that elevating those voices thank you Thank you. Thanks you guys are having on us. social media, yeah? Yes. yes. Do you want to call out Plug where we can the, find yeah, you? Please. Um, well, on Facebook, the easiest way to find us is just type in Craft Beer Girls, mm-hmm. Beer and Body. Um, yes. And then we have a pinned post there with all of our links to all of our state groups. You can also visit uh, craftbeergirls.org and click on community and you can um, click on, from there you can click on any of our groups and it takes you right to Facebook. Um, Instagram, we have Beer and Body Craft Beer Girls mm-hmm. is our Instagram main page <laughs> name. I'm looking at them for reassurance. I can't, I can't remember everything. And now I'm trying, um, are, we, are we Beer and Body Texas or Craft Beer Girls? I think we're Beer and Body Texas. Beer and Body Texas. Yeah. Okay. Yes, so each state has their own Instagram as well so that they can connect with local TX. breweries. TX. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, most TX. of them are Beer and Body um, and then state the state initials. Um, same with the hashtag, hashtag beer and body, hashtag beer and body TX, Texas. Mm-hmm. Hashtag craft beer girls, hashtag craft beer, beer girl, girl gang. gang. Beer girl yeah. Gang. <laughs> yes. You yes. can find us. You can find <laughs> us. Awesome. We're out there. Cool. Yeah, and it's really fun. So if there are any ladies out there who are not part of the group, it's so worth joining. Just to Thank like you. creep you on so and nice. see and talk. And, and totally yeah, join and be a stalker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Totally. We love our stalkers, too. I don't we think do. I've ever posted anything in there. Just, okay. like, read everything. And for real, if you want <laughs> to see a ton of pictures of the most adorable cats and dogs and other pets, <laughs> like, craft yes. beer girls, beer and body, best friends is, like, yes. the highlight of my day. You need us tortoises. we got hedgehogs. Oh, I love it. If you need a smile on your face and you want to see really cute things in your feed all day long. Yes. <laughs> so speaking of um, this idea of, of elevating women's voices and making it, I just want to give a little shout out to a thing that happened on Twitter that I think I posted in the main group actually. Um, yeah. It was brought about because of a really awful situation. Um, someone sent an extremely racist message to a black woman who is in like the influencer space. Shout out to Beer Afro Yes. Afro Beer Chick <laughs> is Chick. She's amazing. And she responded to it with, like, so much grace and just so kind. And then from there, Dr. J, uh, who is also, she's a the diversity advocate, or, or I'm not sure what her exact title is, but for the Craft Brewers Association, um, 
she started a hashtag, uh, hashtag I am craft beer, and it has literally love gone that. around the world. It was it all over thousands Twitter. Of, all over Twitter. Yeah. It moved over to Instagram, so our our uh, Instagram page shared it. And actually, I need to go back and share some people who tagged us and all that. But um, I think that's a thing that should keep going. So ladies in this group, like, head to Twitter, head to Instagram, and tell... So the, the challenge that Dr. J put out there was um, take a selfie and then say something about you, you know, who you are, and, and that can relate to beer or not, and then um, ta- hashtag I am craft beer. And then, you know, if you feel like it, at Alewives, we'd love to see it and <laughs> yeah. share it and all that. It's been really, it's been a really cool movement. And this yeah. will come out probably like a month from now, so we're just going to keep it going. <laughs> the movement's going to be so Absolutely. It, going. Yeah, it, it is still going now, yeah. and hopefully right. it, just keeps, it just keeps happening. We should have our states each... Do that. Yeah. Oh yeah, on yeah. Instagram at least. We could do an admin post about I it. I saw it. And I, yeah, I didn't yeah. even think to bring it to Instagram. I was like, we don't have Twitter because I live in the dark ages. <laughs> oh, I'm horrible Twitter at Twitter. Is a totally I'm the worst at Twitter. I have a hard enough time with Instagram. I do too. <laughs> it's a totally different world. Yeah. But if you are on Twitter, I highly suggest looking up the I am craft beer hashtag and reading through those stories. It's, it's really been pretty amazing. cool. It's yeah. been like you, the people you see. It's super diverse. I mean, we've seen Very. women. We've seen people of color. Yes. We've seen, you know. Trans, yeah. I mean LB- yes. LGBTQ. I mean, it's mm-hmm. insane, like how diverse the craft mm-hmm. beer industry is, and you don't even know it. And where so, they come yeah. from, yeah, all over their backgrounds and stuff yeah. is just really amazing. Yeah. It's been, it's been so much fun. It's and cool. Dr. J, I'll retweet you because she is like on it. She was retweeting <laughs> every single person. Who posts their, <laughs> That's pretty. Their great. I am craft beer cool. journey. That's, That's awesome. Very really cool. Awesome. Well, ladies, thanks so much. Thank this you, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having me. Super us. fun. Go drink some beer. Yay. And hang out drink with beer. all of our wonderful women that are <laughs> yes. here for our national meetup. Yes. Yay. Oh, my gosh. Looks we like didn't we even got mention. 20 or so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, on National Meetup Day. So hopefully there are... Which is our own kind of thing, by the way. It's not like an actual... <laughs> it's going to be a holiday. Well, yeah, it's just a beer and body holiday. holiday that we just made up. It's nationwide craft but beer girls. But all the ladies around the country are doing that. Yes. That's awesome. That, yeah, so you'll see photos in our group today of all the, all the, all the groups from every state having Love meetups. It. Yeah. Perfect. We're going to go plant succulents. Um, oh, yeah. In Legos. I that's forgot my cool. Thank you, Tenacious oh, no. Leaf. Yes, Tenacious oh, that's a Leaf. Great Shout out to them. So cute. One really fast thing. Yeah. Yeah. Something that, sorry, I just clapped. Um, one really fast thing is what I love about our group is that we're supporting women that have somewhat beer related businesses, too, or beer related businesses. Yeah. Um, but we really promote them and we try our best. And I, I really want to work with the states to get involved with local women like Tenacious Leaf. You know, she's not necessarily in beer, but she works a lot at breweries. And um, just supporting women in their small businesses is a big part of what I personally love about the group and what I love to do. And you and can, like, you guys, you know, yeah. and, like, Alewives and supporting that and you guys giving support awesome. in, in return. So. And you can find a lot of those businesses at the website. Yes. Just click on shop and oh, there's nice. links there. Yes. Oh, awesome. Sweet. Supporting small female beer businesses. Beer soaps, candles, anything yeah. you can earrings, think of. Jewelry. Earrings, Coasters. Jewelry. I love those yeah. coasters. They're so cute. <laughs> and they're all of our girl shops. So oh, great. They're not just random. It's a beer and body craft beer girl and her shop. So. Very cool. Thank you, Christmas. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Now drinking. Now drinking. On to beers. All right. Yay. So if you like what you hear, share it with some friends. You can find us on Twitter, Untapped, and Snapchat at Alewives underscore pod. You can find us on Instagram at Alewives underscore podcast. 
Just search Ale Lives Podcast on Facebook. You can find our, our fan page there. And then you can also email us at alewives.podcast at gmail.com. And that is A-L-E-W-I-V-E-S dot podcast at gmail.com. So if you want to check out resources for this episode, anything that I used to research or anything like that, you can go to our website, which is alewivespodcast.com. You can also uh, see any photos, additional blog posts. You can contact us through there. Check out our socials through there as well. Yep. Everything's there. All right. We look forward to the next one. Yeah. Bye. Bye.